All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Epic Zone 113 people, and you know we're going to talk about this trade deadline. The NBA All-Star Game is a week and a half away, and the NBA reserves were announced. Drew and I do our own draft to see who comes up with a better team. And you know we got to talk about this Iguodala, Job Morant beef. Drew and I find it really funny. We cannot believe that Kevin Durant didn't hop in on this. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick that intro music. Excuse me. Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. So follow through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 113. 113. We're coming with a different type of energy this week. We are about, uh, we're a little over a week removed from Black Sunday, from um, the tragic death of Kobe and, and Gigi and the rest of the the people on that helicopter, man. And um, we just knew that we had to bring it this week. Um the response from our Dear Kobe episode was absolutely insane, Drew. The amount of people that listened to this show, the amount of people that, that reached out to us was insane. I couldn't even keep up yeah. with the amount of text messages and phone calls and screenshots of people that, A, a lot of people have never listened to a podcast in their life. This is no joke, Drew. I had people say this was the first show I listened to. We had people – everybody cried for whatever reason. Um, we cried. We weren't expecting everybody else to cry. And um, just, just Drew, it was insane. Did you have people hit you up? Yeah. No, it was it was really amazing to see, uh, you know, the, the level of outreach we got, right? It's, it's great when people listen at all. Uh, it's, it's even better when people listen and engage further and, and, you know, share their, their feelings with us. Even if it's negative, it's still kind of nice to just, none get, of them were negative. That's I, what I mean. And in this particular episode, man, this was something that was really heartfelt. I mean, yeah, I think that kind of resonated was, was with part that. of the reason that, yeah, cause I, we came from a really, you know, honest place. Um, and just really, it's just amazing. You know, we, I didn't know how well I did and, and, you know, going through and editing that, that, that podcast was not easy for me to do, and um, but to to hear that you know so many people were 
you know, moved by what we said was amazing. And that means a lot to us. Yeah, it does. And I'm glad that people wanted to tune it. We, some people were saying like, yo, I, I haven't even listened to mainstream media. I wanted to hear clips and drew first because I wanted to hear, you know, some real takes and it helped a lot of people drew a lot of people reached out and said, you know, you guys are feeling the same way I am, you yeah. know? And it so, helped, it helped <clears throat> me. I know it helped me like go through. I mean, as weird as that might seem like being able, it being able to talk about it with you, mm-hmm was was really helpful for therapeutic me. yeah and i think it was for a lot of people that listen so if you haven't listened to it go back and listen to it uh leave us a comment or review or show us that you are listening to it but like we said at the end of that show you know we got to have this mamba mentality from here on out and we knew that coming this week we're just going to bring the same energy that we've always brought so moving on episode 113 trade deadline is less than a day away noon tomorrow our time 3 p.m eastern standard time we had a Woj bomb drop first thing this morning yep and and it's hilarious to me drew do you know do you know the trade do you know yeah, the 12 yeah, man the, trade the four team 12 man trade let them know drew the Preach. Woj the Woj bomb <clears throat> this is the biggest is the trade biggest as trade. far as players involved in almost 20 years so in the reported trade, the Rockets get Covington and Jordan Bell from the Wolves, and and also the Hawks' second-round pick. The Hawks get Clint Capella from the Rockets and Nene, and the Nuggets get Hayda Bates-Diop, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and Gerald Green from the Rockets, along with a first-round pick. And then the, the T-Wolves get from the Nuggets Malik Beasley, Hernan Gomez, Jared Vanderbilt, and then Evan Turner from the Hawks, and a, and a first round pick from the from the Brooklyn Nets. All that matters in this trade is is one person. It's a it's a lot of shit that that was moving around there. And you're absolutely right. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, Clint Capella, and mind you that that what the hell are the Houston Rockets thinking? I do not understand this one bit. First, I want to say this. I love that he's on the Hawks. I think he's going to love being on the Hawks, uh, playing with Trey Young. I don't know if he'll love it. I mean, he, well, he's, he's not going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, but he has $100 million. They just paid this dude $100 million, right. right? Right. They went all in on Clint, and for whatever reason, he's the piece that they think uh, needed to go, and, and Covington's the guy that needs to come in. And now we're, we're talking, you know, D'Antoni's been known to play small ball. This is the smallest ball. And everything that everybody's talking about is that they're fine with – P.J. Tucker playing the center position at 6-5. I love P.J. Tucker. Yeah. I, this is going to be a major problem. This is not good. Uh, <laughs> what are they thinking, I, so Drew? Th- this, my, at this time, my only thought is we know how Daryl Morey is with, with these trades. I think this might be the first of another move, right? It's, it's, it's being said that they don't have any intentions of trading for a center. But maybe they're going to bring somebody else in that that isn't necessarily a center, but that may be a little bit taller than than PJ six five six five. That's the only thing. Like if if it if it happens that way, then we'll all of us will be like, okay, well, all right. So there was a plan, and this was just leading to another thing. If this is, you know, the end result, and 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 they're banking on the fact that they can go into the playoffs with the starting center of PJ Tucker, and the only other like viable big man is Jordan Bell. Who is athletic as shit, but he's also only maybe six nine at at he's at meat. His. He's still meat though, dude. Right, and he's not very good. So like, I don't I don't understand it. The I only, don't understand it. The only way that this works, this is this is what this means to me, Drew. It means that if you thought Harden and Russ were putting up shots, 
you know, oh my before. God. Yeah. Now they're putting up shots. And they went away. Like, Harden and Capella really had a good pick and roll thing going. Very good. Yeah. Like, most of Capella's points were off lobs, yeah. trash points. And Capella's really good. I, I, I like Capella a lot. Yeah. There's a reason why he got $100 million. That's the going rate for the big men now. That's what scares me about Montrez, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but... I I don't see the uh, I don't see the thought behind it and this analytic shit. Like, what if um, wh- like what if the three isn't falling, dude? Well, that's what happens, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Houston has literally on- already gone through. What if this doesn't work against Golden State? Being up and then going, what was it? Oh, for twenty-seven, wasn't that like the number yeah, or something like shit. that? So it, we've already seen what happens when it doesn't work. They've already done it themselves. Right. So they're just doubling down. I mean, am I surprised to hear that Daryl Morey is like firming up his stance about, you know, this 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 way of basketball at this point? Of course not. He was the the forefront along with D'Antoni of small ball, right? So I mean, if you want to go back to D'Antoni's small ball era with Phoenix, Amari Stoudemire was very much an undersized center at the time. And Diaz that was as well. That and Dio was 6'9". Mm-hmm. So even then, Amari was 6'10", probably, well, you can call him 6'10". I know he was listed probably at 6'11", mm-hmm. or something like that. But even then, that's some at least some formidable size. 6'9", 6'10". P.J. Tucker has no chance against no. Anthony Davis. And then when we have Anthony Davis and, and Dwight and, ja- and JaVale mm-hmm. and Dwight out there, I, we're just gonna we can just offensive rebound over everybody. We just throw the ball in the post. Well, I think the timing of this is so funny too because Houston plays the Lakers tomorrow, okay, and then they play. Mind you, listen, Western Conference, Jokic, yes, AD, uh, Rudy Gobert. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the best centers in the NBA defensively, and and Houston sees the Lakers tomorrow on Thursday, and then sees Utah on Saturday, right, and. There is no way that PJ Tucker, when, when he found this out, signed off on like, yeah, I'm cool. I'll run. I'll run the five. This ain't pickup dog. Where your six five guy right. can play the center position. So now let's let's think about it the other way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, they're able to do exactly what they're hoping for, right? They're able to give uh, a pick and roll, pick and pop option to James Harden still with Covington or whoever the whoever the center's guarding. Right, and it's still some really good action. And then, obviously, with if they're all going to have those guys around the perimeter, there's going to be feasibly there's going to be no big men to protect the rim. So when Harden and 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 Westbrook do decide to attack and go around their 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 players, there shouldn't be anybody at the rim. And if there is, there should be a wide open, good three point shooter there to knock it down. So I can understand why in an era where small ball is you know. It, it it reached its peak with the Golden State Warriors, right? Right. And and even then they had Andre Iguodala at six nine and Draymond at what do you think he is, six seven? Yeah, realistically. Yeah. So it it can be done, but the reason that the Warriors work so well is because they have two of the greatest shooters that have ever lived on and their they had three at one point. On their team. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 Steph and Clay and, and while James Harden is a hell of a shooter in his own right. He's not Steph, and he's not Clay, and we know Ru- Russell Westbrook is not, and Eric Gordon is not, and all these guys that they have are not. But so who gonna, who's going to rebound? Well, too, though, I think dude? the cra- that's the craziest part is that I don't know how they're going to defend. I don't know how they're going to rebound. We're literally going to see what it's going to be like for them to shoot like eighty threes in a game. I feel like they're going to shoot a crazy number of threes per game now, and just play the fact that three is worth more than two. I got a great stat from our NBA guy today. How many? What's the percentage of shots 
in the NBA that are three pointers. Out of all the shots taken, yeah, yeah. out of every single game this this season, what is the percentage of three pointers? It's probably like forty forty five. Forty six percent of the shots that are taken are threes. Forty percent are contested, which is which is a pretty crazy stat. Shout out to BasketballReference.com if you ever want any any stat. Yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Um, I just and I don't mean to take it back to the Clippers, but the one thing everybody's saying about the Clippers is the rim protection. Blah 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 blah. Even P.J. Tucker guarding Zubak or Montrez Harrell is going to be a problem. Very much. And P.J. Tucker, you know, if he's guarding Kawhi or Paul George, like you're like, okay, it's P.J. on. But if that just frees up everybody else. I don't. I, I'm happy for Clint because Clint's still going to get his bread and he's going to play with a point guard that's going to throw him the lobs. He's going to get. I think Trey you know, Young's going to love having him. There. Agreed. I just can't believe <clears throat> Houston didn't get John Collins. Like he's undersized. Right. He can shoot the three. Capella cannot. Mm-hmm. He's an he's he's smaller than Capella. I think he's what is he six nine six ten. He's not a great three point shooter by any stretch of imagination, but he can shoot and make threes. That seems more like a viable option because he's also a, a finisher at the rim. So now when James Harden and Westbrook, Westbrook do drive, it has to be a kick to a three. It cannot be an alley oop option. And if I'm if I'm the opposing team, I want Russell Westbrook shooting the three. Yes, keep shooting the three. And looking further ahead for Houston. Harden and Russell Westbrook take up 70% of their cap, dog. Yeah. So Harden, 30, he's 30 years old. Yeah. Har- uh, Westbrook is 31. 30, 31, yeah. 31 years old. Maury's going, like, putting all his chips in, in to win this now. Yep. Now, I think we're going to find out in the next week if this shit's going to work or if they're going to be exposed like crazy. Yeah. Because Houston's been so close so many times, but they've been missing something to get them over the hump. Right. And they got rid of a very, very important piece to them. And I, I just don't see the reasoning behind it. I, I respect Daryl Morey a yeah. lot, but I think this is when, and we posted on the page today, this is when the analytics shit gets way too much, yep. you know? And I, I can't wait to hear what like Shaq and EJ and, or and Chuck and Kenny say about this. Cause I don't see any positive in it. I don't see, well, like, Hmm, that's really going to work. So the only, like I'm saying, I think the only thing that is possible <clears throat> Like like you just said, the majority of, of, of teams on average are shooting about 46% of their shots from three. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see what happens when that jumps to, seven, to 70. Right. Like, so so in, in a sense, if that happens mm-hmm. and it is successful and they do knock down the threes, mm-hmm. we could be sitting here with our thumbs up our asses going like, well, there you go. He just revolutionized the game even further to an, an, a level we never thought it would reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, because essentially his his point of view on, on analytics and basketball – have taken over the league, right? Get it's that? that's why the league is at forty six percent. Where in past years it was not even that close. So he is still at the forefront of this, and it's possible. I mean, he's a fucking genius. Like, there's there's really some smart stuff that's come out of what he's brought to the NBA. But this is going to be the make or break. Like you said, all the chips are in. I think he knows that his time is short with this anyway. This is the this is uh, this is it. This is it. This we has got to be it. If we don't win the chip this year, and honestly, I don't see that how, happening. How, but it's also the intangibles, Drew. I understand, like. Uh, if they shoot, you know, 55 three-pointers a game, the numbers game, if they hit 50%, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about the long rebounds. I'm thinking about setting the screens to set to give players yeah. space. Yeah. That was the guy doing. Is Eric Gordon going to be doing it? Nah. And is is P.J. Tucker going to have enough time to come over? I, I, I just don't like it at all. Right. At least try to get some kind of body there, bro. Well, and that's the other side, too, is like I like Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. Me but, too. But he is significantly worse than Clint Capella in this in this role, 
right? He's just a, obviously a different player. I think he's a pretty solid defender, but that means now he's going to have to guard guys that are power forwards. So he would be guarding Anthony Davis, or he would be guarding JaVale, um, you know, in, in that scenario. So I just – I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I also feel that, like, we're going to see James Harden get even more exposed on defense because now yeah. there's no, like – all right, he beat me. He's going to see Capella at the rim. Yeah. No. It's not going to happen. It's so dunk city, bro. It, it might be, dude. It, just fucking hammering dunks. Or against... it's going to or it's going to work and we're going to look like you said look fucking crazy. Well, but I think the result either way is that Houston's going to be scoring a shit ton of points. What do you think? And people are going to be scoring a shit ton of points on them. So we're going to see I think we're going to see some 130 140 point games out of them. Do you what's what's Frank Vogel's attack tomorrow night? Against Houston, what does he say? Post up LeBron, LeBron and AD. Just what? Just give it in the box. Post up LeBron, Mm -hmm. pick and roll, lobs. It's it's so easy. Who's guarding LeBron tomorrow? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So is it Eric Gordon's? Eric Gordon's guarding LeBron tomorrow. Westbrook. Westbrook's guarding even that. Like it it ain't enough. Oh, this is gonna be so much fun because I love seeing Houston struggle, and I really hope they continue to struggle. On the topic of. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We're going back to the Knicks. And I don't want to spend oh. a lot of time with the Knicks, but they, they fired Steve Mills, the pre- their president, okay? This yep. is Dolan at his best, right? Oh, my God. Day before trade deadline. What a, what a move. What is going on with this? <laughs> the whole point of everything they did in the offseason, this, this offseason, was for this moment. To trade, to try and use these things that, that these these like expiring contracts and small deals to make trades right now, mm-hmm. and then he lets go of the head of the organization that started doing that the day before. Why wouldn't he wait a week, or wait forty? See if he can make something to happen. Forty-eight hours. Wait till mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. and then if nothing happens, all right, the trade deadline's over. You can fire him. Mm-hmm. It is so Dolan down to a T. Mm-hmm. He's so incompetent. He is. <laughs> it's the literally the dumbest thing. I mean, I can't say it's the dumbest thing. I can't say it's the dumbest thing. It's it is just it's another dumb thing that was done by an owner who clearly is just not connecting with reality and what the NBA calendar and and the existence of the league matters to him. Well, here's another guy that's going all in because for whatever dream that he has, he has his dream that Masai Ujiri is going to come and save the organization Be the savior. with he, which he can okay Masai can do it he can he, sure he's extremely well respected yep. people would want to come play for him i get that right but would he want to put his reputation on the line it's a it's a it's a passion project and okay and work with dolan, dolan. and this, not only him work with him but also sell people on the fact that crew. he can work with mm-hmm. dolan and they won't have to worry about him the fact that he could tell players yeah, I know, you know, Dolan, we've, there's a, a lot of bad rumors about him, but trust me, it's just you and me. I got this. He's, he's, I can trust him. He trusts me, and you don't have to deal with him if you don't want to. Having that be in every single conversation with every player that's going to join there is exhaustive. And it's not going to work. There's going to be guys that are like, Yusai, I love you, man, but... Not doing it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere You know what this reminds else. me of, though, Drew? Mm. It just reminds me of Donald Sterling and the Clippers, right? Now, Donald was a racist piece of shit who didn't... It was an idiot, okay? Dolan isn't a racist piece of shit. He's just an idiot whose pride is just taking over the whole business. Yeah. These expectations of getting Zion or getting Ja, you know, those didn't happen. Fizdale didnn't happen. Uh, Mills di- di- didn't happen. This is complete dysfunction in New right. York with a team and a brand that is b- one of the biggest in sports, and he doesn't realize what he's doing. Right. And it starts from the front office. It does. So if we're if we're gonna go all in right. on Masai, cool. Yeah. 
but I don't think there's enough money for him to do that. No. So the the bottom line to this is I I agree with the firing of Steve Mills. I think Steve Mills is was not great at his job. I think they gave him several years. He tried to hire several people, and it just hasn't worked out. So I agree that Steve Mills should be fired. It's just the time. There's no reason to do it right now. Right. There's none. And what does that tell your players though, too? Right. And you know they, they well, don't. The players do. I I don't. I can't imagine what they think of Dolan. I can't imagine. Like they're happy that they're getting their checks, I'm sure, and it's probably really cool to be a a Nick, a Nick, and play in New York. But I can't imagine what it would be, what that would be like. The fans deserve so much more, and it'd be such a different. Yeah, I, I think everything would be different had they got the one or the two pick. The simple Nick's luck that they got the third pick. But dude, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna bring it to that. I'm gonna say this: they have not been relevant. Like right. even going to the playoffs in '99 and whatnot. With Mello and shit, or it was 2000? 99, they lost in the finals. They lost in the finals. Cool, but they haven't been relevant in New York City in like four decades. I think they won their championship in 72. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 73, I think. These fans deserve way more, and they still come into the game. They're still fucking paying those tickets to watch this sorry team. Yeah, I want to see R.J. Barrett. Cool, but he's not box office. You know what I mean? Yeah. New York deserves way better than that. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a team right down the street. You know, it's just kind of the same thing with Lakers Clippers. Like, the, Brooklyn will always be Brooklyn. They'll never be the fucking Knicks. The Clippers will never be the Lakers. We get that. You know what I mean? It'll always be a Laker town. It'll always be a, a Nick town. And, and Drew and I have brought this up so many times. If this, brand, if this team and brand wasn't worth $5 billion, you know what I mean? He would have been bought out a long time yep. ago. I really think it's time for the you know there is a there is a a board of members at Madison Square Garden that like you I think you can get voted out or something or take something away from yeah them. I think I think you might be able to buy I mean because it's publicly traded so you you could I think you could buy a uh, majority stake I think you could but that would be a significant amount of money. And you know what's crazy is this trade deadline tomorrow, and they have, like, a coveted player that the Clippers, Lakers, Heat, everybody's trying to get, but we're putting, like, Marcus Morris on, like, this huge pedestal. Whoa. And he, he's been – yeah. He's, he's so coveted Everyone right now. wants Marcus Morris. So this is – and this is so funny because the Lakers are on the board for, for Morris because they don't want the Clippers to get him, and the Clippers are on the board because they don't want the Lakers to get him. It was said today that the, the, we have been in discussion, we being the Clippers, to get Morris, but – and we were willing to trade Mo Harkless, which, you know, I love Mo. I do. I want to keep Mo. I'm fine with keeping Mo. But they wanted Shamit in the deal. And the Clippers came out and said, Sham is off limits. Like, right. we are not trading Shamit. And I understand why. I understand why. I love Sham. If you guys listen to the show, Wham Bam, thank you, Sham, is one of my, that's my guy. But even if you got Landry Shamit and Mo Harkless, what is that going to do for you? Right. As a as a Knicks fan, right? Or the Knicks, it's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to put yourself in any some sort of better position. Yeah. You know, even getting a Drummond, getting a Drummond on the Knicks, like that's still not going to get you anywhere. There needs to be a complete, a complete overtaking of that of that team. But we've been saying that for so long. Yeah. And betting betting on the draft is not going to get oh, you. There. And it also just takes too much too long. Yeah. It takes too long when you when you go with the draft. And the Knicks don't have a Knicks fans don't have another decade to fucking wait to right. be relevant. Well, I mean, it's possible that this is just the reality of the Knicks for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, it's gonna take it. it it's gonna have to take one player that just says fuck it, I want to do this. They and, thought it and, was KD and Kyrie. They did. They thought. <laughs> 
they thought. And it, but it's <laughs> that's gonna, why they got rid of Porzingis. That's it. That's exactly what it's going to have to take. Right. And it's going to have to be someone that that views that as something that they want to do. And I don't know how many guys out there really, when they look at themselves, go, "I want to be a Nick, and I want to bring it." And, and I'm sure that there's guys out there. I mean, the, maybe it's Trey Young later in his career, or maybe it's nobody you know, ever said, "I want to be a Clipper." Like I can't right. wait to go. There's a reason why LeBron didn't come, and it's there's a reason why we never got one of those great free agents, minus Chris Paul. Um, because he should have been the Laker, but that didn't happen. But it it started with I want to be a Clipper when it started from the top, when it started from the owner and somebody that bought in yep. and hired the right front front office, yep. hired the right scouts to draft right. Yeah, is a good owner doesn't have to oversee things that he doesn't know jack shit about. Well, supposedly I heard that Dolan stays out of like basketball. I think he does operations, which is fine. But you know, I'll tell you, Steve Ballmer's very involved. Jeannie and Jeannie and Palinka are very involved. Yeah, I think, I think they're involved with the decisions, but I think that they trust the people that they put in place to make those decisions. Right. Again, I do. I've heard that of Don. I've heard that, as far as I am aware, he he tends to try to let the people do the job that they're hired for. He's just terrible <laughs> at at finding the people to do it correctly. Right, and he, he has another agenda. His he right. has, with his band and with all this shit. Like yeah. it's just I I don't know. I feel sorry for you Knicks fans because I know exactly where how you're feeling and if um if you're going to bet on the draft then you're going to be in this position for a really long I time I think I think maybe the silver lining at this point is that it is a fresh start for them in the sense of maybe they can find somebody to correct it and maybe it's not you sigh because mm-hmm. I don't see that happening he's got a really good thing going in Toronto yeah. he's got them that team is still really good even though they lost one of the best players on the planet um, They're going to be in the playoffs and go deep. But my deep. point is, even if it's not him, it could be another guy that comes in with the right attitude that can figure this out on some level and at least move them in a direction that's positive. I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen, but it's at least some hope that it that this change can bring on something good. One dude that's lighting it up right now, bro, and this isn't a shock, but Dame is on a oh my God. tear right Damian now. Lillard. They were chanting MVP the other night. And the whole bench was going on, was going right with the crowd. He's scoring like crazy. I want to tell, I'm going to tell you, I'm yeah. going to tell you this, dude. I wrote this down. So since January 15th, this is the last 10 games that he's played, okay? 25, 34, 34, 61, 47, 50, 36, 48, 51, and then 21, which was last night or two nights ago where he shot one for six from three. He had an off night. You're allowed to have it. Yeah. Those numbers right there and – Oh, my God. That's crazy. He even said, I've never been in a flow like this in my life. Uh-huh. The bucket looks like Huge. a humongous, yeah. right? And he's just so much fun to watch, dog. And this is just the guy – this is the guy that I just – I want somebody or two people to come help this man yeah. g- get to the promised land, Me get too. to the finals, get to the Western Conference finals. He's too good to be there and, and just kind of in purgatory. Agreed, man. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And you know what? So it's funny, right? We talk about I feel bad for Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. Portland is, is is a lot better organizationally and ownership and team-wise, but they're also kind of in a, in this weird stasis where they're like they don't do they don't go anywhere. They've hit the ceiling. They're just always in the playoffs. Right. And you know, last year was fun cuz they right. made it they made a nice run. But like they can't ever get over the hump. And that has to be really, really frustrating. I, you know, I think back to like those uh, Sacramento Kings uh, squads that were really good that came up against the Lakers and Spurs and and during that era and just could never get over the hump. 
And I think how frustrating that must be as a fan base, right? And I don't know what's ever going to happen there. I don't know if there ever is going to be somebody that comes to play with Dame because Dame's getting – I mean, he's, he's playing his ass off, but I think – what is he, 29? He's getting there, yeah, right there. I, he's close to 32. I mean, it's it, it's not 32. He's close to 30 also. Mm-hmm. And, you know – I think he's hitting his prime right now, I think, though. I think that's the good news. Right. But right now is when they need to make a change, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's that's also got to be really frustrating. Portland's always been hit with it with the injury bug too. Okay, going back a long time. Right. Um, I just it's finding the right pieces. Right. CJ's great. CJ's not the right guy. Um, Whiteside, who could CJ's be, fine, but he's just not enough. He's if not he's, enough. If he's there, there has to be something other, something alongside. Bringing in Whiteside, who I'm not, I've never been a fan of Whiteside. He's playing his ass off this year. He is, but they were talking about you know. He could possibly be trade bait, but with Nurkic coming back um, soon, but like even Nurkic coming back from his injury, like he's that's going to take a while. Yeah, it's, he's going to play fifteen minutes a game. They're not going to get the value they need. They need a big man in the middle. Um, Dame in the playoffs is definitely fun. I, I think they're going to uh, they're going to they're in the ninth spot. Like Memphis is, but they're twenty eight or twenty three and twenty eight right now. Right, that record's horrible. Not horrible, but it's definitely not great. No, it's we, and it's worse than they should be. Yes, right with but, that team that's perennially in the playoffs. Yes, um, and when Memphis is in the eighth spot, I still think they can squeak into the playoffs. Oh, because definitely. I'm not buying in on Memphis there's, yet. There's a lot of season left. I'm happy for Memphis, and they're 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 definitely fun to watch. And even if so, so say Portland gets that eight or seven spot you're seeing lakers you're seeing clippers you're seeing denver and you're getting ran out the gym either way even though the clippers play really bad in portland but either way i just want to see something else happen with dame i want i want and i don't know who it is drew it's not bradley beal it's not well but again you know it seems like they're they need other things as well it's more pieces it's just weird how that's the case though it has been the case unfortunately since he's been there i mean he had lamarcus aldridge Um, when when dame was real young Mm -hmm. and even those teams kind of just fell out at the same level at the same spot every Mm -hmm. year it's i i don't know what it is but then why why is dame russell's fucking kryptonite you know what i mean like yeah like he murders russell in every single team he ever (laughs) plays and russell's still talking shit yeah and they 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 kind of squash the beef a little bit they said there's definitely a mutual respect right but i think russ it's got to eat it russ dude you know just how how much Dame just owns him. Owns him. He yeah. owns you, bro. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that like I keep thinking about pairing Dame with a shooting big man, like a, a superstar kind of caliber shooting big man, and it's like Carl Anthony Towns is like the guy that I yeah. think would be great. But how does that happen? I don't know. Because they're both too coveted. Dame's not going to go to Minnesota. It would have to be Carl going to Portland. Mm-hmm. And when would the Minnesota let that happen? Unless he's a free agent, right? It, and it, most most free agents are taking the money anyway these days. So yeah, they I are. don't know. It's just it just doesn't seem likely that they're gonna figure it out because he is special and, and he deserves to be seen, you know, in the conference finals and the finals and get to that final stage and allow him to you know perform. And I think free agents would want to play with Dame. Like can, absolutely. Can, can you imagine if Giannis fucked uh, you shook the world up and said, "I'm going to go to Portland and play with Dame"? Yeah, you know what I mean. When he hits free agency, See, there like, you go. That would that would be that's, amazing. That's championship. Or Embiid. You know right. what I'm saying? Like if Embiid, if if Philadelphia chooses Simmons and right. Embiid is free, like boom, go. go I had play people with hit me up yesterday. 
There, there, whoever clickbait did this that scared Clipper Nation, because I had never heard this, and I, I, I hear everything Clipper-related, but some guy's like, what's up with Embiid? Like, Clippers are making a move for Embiid. No. I'm like, dude, shut Yeah, we got to give up Sham, Harkless, uh, whatever picks we have left, Trez, you know, like all this shit. And I'm like, dude, we don't – and Embiid doesn't – what is Embiid going to do for us? <laughs> like, that's not the guy. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, Dame – we wish you the best of luck, bro. At least I got you in the three-point contest in the All-Star game, so which we'll talk about in a minute. There you but, go. Uh, speaking of All-Stars, Drew, All-Star reserves were, were named. Yeah, we got the um, reserves. We got the reserves. We got I, some snubs. We definitely got some snubs, but in case you don't know, uh, the East Reserves, Jimmy Buckets, Benny Simmons, Chris Middleton, Tatum, DeMontes, which I'm very stoked it's on. It's a bonus, yeah. Stoked on him. Yeah, good Very well-deserving. Kyle Lowry and Bam. Okay. Yep. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, West Reserves, Russ, Dame, Donovan, Rudy Gobert. Finally, you know what I mean? Nah, Makes the that's fucking, whack. I know, I know, right? And uh, Jokic, of course. CP, I'm stoked on. Yeah, good for him. I, it is good for him. And Brandon Ingram, that was my guy that I've been talking about for a minute. Definitely deserving of the all-star uh, reserve. But snubs for me. Obviously, Devin Booker, uh, I think. Yeah. I think D. Rose got snubbed. I think he's been playing really well. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker mm-hmm. deserve to be All-Stars. Yep. Derrick Rose, you can have an argument for. I get it. But Bradley Beal and Devin Booker have to be All-Stars. If Trey Young is a starter, if you're going off any of similar evaluations, Bradley Beal and Devin Booker deserve to be All-Stars. I'm with Kyle that. Lowry has had a great season as yeah. a leader for Toronto, mm-hmm. but he's averaging 19.4 mm-hmm. Seven point three assists and four point five rebounds. Womp womp. That's not Lou Williams' numbers. Yeah, man. I, I'm sorry. So <laughs> Lowry, I'm cutting you, I, and I'm I'm putting in Beal. Okay. And and Gobert, man. I know that you cried last year when you didn't make the All Star team. It was very wah, emotional. Wah. I'm so sorry wah, that, wah. that people didn't value you. Um, but he's also just like I understand he's a great defensive player, and Three-time I time defensive you, player of the two year. Time. Two time. You can. Give him the Defensive Player of the Year award every fucking year, mm. as far as I'm concerned, because he might deserve it. But an all-star, sir, you are not. Give me his numbers. You got his numbers? 15 points, 14 and a half rebounds. 14 and a half rebounds, nice. amazing. Nice. But it's rebounds. Um, 1.6 assists. I'm sure he's got three uh, blocks. Some, some blocks in there. I think it's probably close to three. Drummond's numbers um, are better than that. Drummond's numbers are better than that. They are better than Hassan that. Hassan Whiteside's numbers are better than that. Um, so, sir, you're dropped, and Devin Booker, you are I'm with that. an all star. I'm so with that. You know, outside of that, I feel pretty good. Bam's on the on the on the cusp for me, though. Bam, Bam's on the cusp for me. Who would you have? D I just Rose? Don't, I, 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 I just thought out of NBA nostalgia, they would have, and having De, uh, Derrick Rose in the All Star game, yeah, it would be great. So, how this goes is all the coaches. How many teams are there? There's thirty. Thirty teams. teams. Thirty teams. So each NBA coach gets seven votes, right? They get seven votes. You can't vote for your own own player, team, right? right? Correct. Your own player. So that's why you know. Obviously, it comes and the the media get votes too, right? Um, I believe the reserves are just the coaches' votes only. So, but the but, but the media, the media votes the... Um, can count for the starters. Really? Yes. Okay. There's some sort of formula that they have that counts. Okay. Media it counts for the starters. I I you know I still just it's like a. I, I don't care about winning records yeah. at all in the All-Star game. Uh, I care about it for your MVP. Like, your MVP, yes. you can't have a losing record and be the MVP. But, you know, Clippers are second in the West. 
Lou and Trez are doing some major work. Without that, they are all stars of our team. We both agreed that Paul George didn't deserve to be, although he is an all star of our team. Yeah, he didn't play enough games. I'm excited that uh, that Kyrie's not. Me too. We like, we called it. We called it. <laughs> and he's hurt, of course, again. Right, of, of course. Of, I, I swear to God, if he was an all star, he would not be hurt. You think so? I. But that that was a freak. He fell. He that fell was a tough. freak injury. So, but still. That, really messing up my my fantasy team, Kyrie. I was, was doing so well, but I'm I am happy that mm-hmm. you know even even saying that that Kyrie's not there. I'm happy that Kyle Lowry's there instead of Kyrie. Because yeah, he just didn't play enough. For right. Me. Same thing with Paul George. So, um, but we, I, that's just atrocious. We I don't had this. Get, I don't understand how Beal and Booker are not agreed. So sorry, we'll just. And if going. if you're basing it on records, and that's exactly why, and that's what's so fucked up because Trey Young's a starter. Because it can't be based on. Record. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember me and you had an epic. Uh, argument this time last year over Lou Williams not being named an all-star. We had the same thing last year uh, that I'm I'm going to bat for Lou and I'm going to bat for Trez. I really am because uh, I think the clip, if Miami can get two players in, I think the Clippers should have had two players in. But then again, look at it this way, people. There's only so many spots, right? And there is no, there is no KD, Clay or Steph, right? Correct. So the, so those that Kyle Lowry's gone. Bam is gone. Uh, Chris Paul may be gone. You know, um, I love the fact that Chris Paul made it because he. I think he's very, I very. Think he deserves de- it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's taken that team to a place that I didn't think that they were. I first of all, he's playing at a level I didn't think he was going to play at. Yeah. Um, and that's not a dog on Chris Paul. I just a I didn't think he was going to be this stoked to be playing there. Yeah. And I just didn't think he was gonna gonna they were gonna win ball games. And he's basically he's doing it. Yes. Well, agreed. so real quick though, tangent. Mm-hmm. We we right before we jumped on here, mm-hmm. um, it is reported that Andre Iguodala might be going to Miami. Oh yeah. So that did. might be a, a nice addition to Miami. And there, it's also reported that uh, they might be going after Gallo from OKC. It's so big. It's it's very possible that Miami is actually making significant moves to add to. The roster but Drew and I are believing it until Woj says it. We wait on Woj. And since you said Iggy, we got to go into this right quick. Okay. Because this shit was so funny to me. So, first of all, I love Iguodala. Okay? I love you. He's a three-time NBA champ, finals MVP. We, I respect the hell out of you. Arizona, you know what I mean? Like, love him. Have not seen him play a game in a Where year. Where has he been? Don't know. He's just been on the golf course? Is he, is he working out? What is he doing? Why are, why are the Clippers, Lakers, Miami Heat willing to give up the – you know, tr- give up – the bag to get Iguodala. You know what I mean? What kind of Iguodala are we getting? So Dylan Brooks, yeah, uh, Memphis Grizzlies, rookie second year. No, I think it's actually third, his th- third. Third, okay. I think he came out with Buddy Heald. So it's either it could be his third or his okay. fourth. So he basically says in the interview, like, I can't wait till we trade him and then we play him so he can see what Memphis is all about. I dig that. And being that I've spent a lot of time in Memphis, I love the swag. I, uh, Memphis loves their basketball team. Yeah. Okay? It loves them. I love the heart, but that was a shot, like a shot at Iggy. Yeah, definitely. Then was. Ja kind of co-signs it with a screaming emoji, like, preach, brother, you know? And then Steph comes into this Twitter emoji war, posting a, posting a picture of Iggy holding the trophy with a shush emoji. And then Ja comes back with a Kevin Durant uh, picture Hold, holding the ch- holding the trophies and the MVP and the MVP the finals MVP right? trophy. So I loved it first of all, and then I guess <laughs> I guess I guess Ja and Steph squ- like squashed the beef via DMs. Like they were talking in DMs. There's no beef, but like they both have a mutual respect for each other, and they both know where they came from. But you said something so great because I mentioned to Drew before, like we were going over what we're going to talk about. Like 
You know Kevin Durant's looking at this on oh Twitter and wants to chime in so bad. He, uh, dude, he he's he just must have been so happy, right, to see uh, somehow that that this rookie, this sensation that everyone's you know real excited about, Ja, uh, comes to the defense ipso facto of of Kevin Durant and his legacy. The, I, what I think what I told you was that this is how Kevin Durant thinks that everyone thinks about him. This is how he wants everyone to view him. It's like the guy that won. Not the- only did I, not so much that that he joined a championship team, but he was the reason that there they were the championship team, and he's the reason. And it's not. It's more about him than it is about Golden State and the, and the, the fact that he was on a great fucking team. You know, he was looking at that tweet, just going, <laughs> just super yeah, excited about yeah. it. Yeah. If he had his burner account, he would have been been all over. I see this two ways though, dude. Yeah. Okay. Iggy said from the beginning. I do not want to be here. I don't want to play here. Trade me, right? Memphis said from the beginning, like we're not gonna, we're not going we're not to gonna buy, buy you out. out. Right? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna trade you. And there's obviously Clippers and the Lakers both have been talking there's about a it all year for him. Yeah. I still feel like back to the Marcus Morris thing. I think the Clippers want to get him just so the Lakers don't get him. Lakers want to get him so the Clippers don't get him. And I don't think either one of them will get him. And I don't. I'm not willing to give up. Uh, assets like our assets I'm fine with where we are I don't need to keep repeating ourselves right I, having Iggy on our team would be great but again he hasn't played in an NBA game all year he hasn't played one minute like what are we expecting totally and we all know that throughout history Iggy is a playoff player like that's what he does well that's how old he is now too he's, a, he, he's not a night in night out no you know 30 minute a game guy talk he's, about load management he would be load managed especially absolutely. on the Clippers so when I posted that on our page, a lot of people were, were saying, like, you know, he should just, uh, you know, abide by the contract and play. He's, you know, that's what you sign a contract for, blah, 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 blah. But uh, our boy Stan hopped in and said, like, these owners will trade you in a heartbeat and not give a fuck about you. Right. You know, like, why he's a three time champ, MVP. Like, why can't, why can't he pick and choose where I want to play? And I think he's made it very obvious to the four or five teams that he wants to play for. Now, my whole thing is: Would you give up? Would you give up Kuzma for Iguodala? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think that's the the key thing for any team that wants Iguodala, and a team like Miami that would want him is that he's a veteran, and that team does not have a lot of veterans. That team is made up of a lot of young players mm-hmm. uh, that don't have playoff experience, just flat out. They have you know first round playoff experience, if any. They got UD on the squad though. UD is. Might as well be assistant coach. Drew and I couldn't believe he was still Udonis, on the bench. We forgot that he was still. In the for those league. that are like not knowing who, we're <laughs> don't talking, know who UD is. Udonis Haslam is who we're talking about. The guy that's been in Miami in the league for thirty five years. Thirty seven years. <laughs> it's a, it's remarkable. Still in warm ups, bro. Hits practice every single day. So, but that is a it, that kind of speaks to my point. Mm-hmm. Is like that's one of the only veterans that they have on the team, right? Kelly Olynyk is there, I guess, but Whoa. you know. You know, exactly. How much leadership is he bringing to right. the table? Obviously, Jimmy Butler's great and a big leader, but their core guys that they're playing mostly are all first couple years in the league uh, or rookies like Nunn and Hero. So um, I think that's an added value for for sure. And obviously, they're a little, they're, they can be a little soft defensively because Hero and, and Duncan Robinson are not the best defenders. So. I think that's a solid addition. But the drag you can get the Dragic expiring, he gets paid a lot, you know what I yeah. mean? You put that on your books, maybe another pick, get get Iggy in Miami. I think Iggy's a much better fit in Miami cuz he would- I think that's a team that needs him. Yeah, right? Agreed. Like we're talking about like I don't see him adding 
much more value to the Clippers than mm-hmm. what you already have. Mm-hmm. And while I do think he would add some serious value to the Lakers, because again, our bench is a little suspect. Uh, I don't know if I'd be willing to give up, you know, any of the the core players that we have that Memphis might want in a trade right. for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we would rather buy him away for the buyout and be able to bring we, him on. If, if if they accepted the buyout, he would have been bought out already. He'd oh, be definitely. playing for one of these teams yes. right now, but they're not playing that game. So it's, it's going to be interesting though because he is very very like fragile now at this stage. He's not that old necessarily, uh, but he is. You know, his body. He's been he's put put on a lot of miles mm-hmm. uh, for his career, so his value really on, is only going to be in leadership um, for the for the re- regular season mostly, and then in the playoffs he's going to have some really good defensive stops. But he's you know he's just a, a role player now, but I agree. it could be a key cog for a team that that needs it. Agreed, and but he might be that guy for Miami to get them over the hump in the East if they're really going to make a play for. Because he can definitely still hit a big shot. Ag- he agreed. can hit a big three, and he can still and defensive make defensive bit. Is can, big. Yeah, he can still make a good defensive play. So, so with this All Star game tomorrow night, they're doing the draft. Drew and I thought that it would be fun if we did our draft first. Oh yeah, um, LeBron and team LeBron and team Giannis. Um, Drew is going to be LeBron. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be Giannis um, just because that's just how it works. Because I'm Team Braun. Yeah, you are Team Braun. So we're going to do our draft and see how close we can get to this, uh, to the real picks tomorrow night. Right. And we're playing to win this All-Star game. Yeah. That's the goal. We're not trying – this is not a popularity contest. Yeah. If I'm playing to win this game, these are our picks, okay? Right, right. And the rules are as goes. LeBron gets first pick. So is- I'm not picking as LeBron. Like I'm not making my picks thinking like how I think LeBron will make these picks. I if you're playing you're as this Drew, is Drew. This is Drew. Me Drew LeBron. Yeah, Drew Braun. Drew Braun. I'm just making the picks that I want to run with. Yes, and the rules are this. How it goes tomorrow is that the first four picks are the starters from right. both squads. All you can choose East and West. Yes. And then the next seven for each of us go for um the reserves. Okay. And since LeBron has the most votes, the most fan votes. That's why I get to go first. He gets uh, Drew, Drew Braun. Yeah. And uh, Clipanis <laughs> gets second pick. Okay. <laughs> so with your first pick in the 2020 NBA All Star Draft, Drew, uh, Drew, bon, Drew Braun, who are you taking? I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. I had a feeling you were going to do that. Got to do gonna, it. You're going to keep it I in think, the family. I think it's possible LeBron does this too, um, unless they, they have a personal conversation about it. But. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Um, I think it's only – is Luca playing in this? He's going to be playing, right? Luca's supposed to be playing. Okay. I, I'm going with Luca with my number wow. one. I'm playing to win, bro, and I think he's I about think to, he's he's gonna about have to a lot show of fun. out. He's about to have a lot of fun, too. He's going to be excited to play. He's going to want to score a lot. I almost went with him as my first Ooh. pick, but I thought for sure you'd be going Kawhi, so I'm taking You're Kawhi. not supposed to do that yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Kawhi. God damn it. See, I'm I'm playing to win, though. Kawhi <laughs> so doesn't care. Kawhi doesn't care. He's not trying to get uh, all-star MVP or anything like that. No, Hold but on, in the more... fourth quarter, he's going to – Damn you, Drew. Yeah, dude, okay. I'm, I'm crushing okay, this. Okay, since – oh, you think you're crushing I'm this I'm loving already. this. Okay. Uh, I got to get buckets, dude, so Harden for clips. Harden for clips. I Harden like that. for clips. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, I also need – I think I need some buckets too. You're going to go Trey, aren't no, you? No, I'm not. Uh, I, I want to go Trey. <laughs> I know who you're going to go, but he's too big, bro. He you can't have him big. in there, dude. Ah, man. I think I almost need to go Trey. I'm, I'm going to Embiid. I knew you – that's too much meat down there, dog. I'm going Embiid because he wants to put on a show. He likes to put on a show. Man. I think he's going to show up. Well, that's, this is an easy call. Trey, 
Trey for clips. Okay, well, I got to go Kemba then. You got to go Kemba. So the last one is obviously going to be uh, Siakam. So clips get Siakam. So um, what's our starters? The starters are going to be oh. Drew's got LeBron James, AD, Kawhi, Embiid, and Kemba. Wow. That's nice. I mean, that's nice. That is nice. That's nice. I'm almost, I think I'm having LeBron run point. You could, I mean, you have to. I'm well, not, no, you got, you got Kemba. Kemba's going to be the two. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm I, LeBron's point guard. Clips is starting with Giannis, Luka, Harden, Trey, and Siakam. There's not enough basketball to go around for That's that fine. <laughs> there's there's going to be plenty of shots, bro. We're going to get our shots. You are big. So many shots. You are big. All right. So <clears throat> I get to go first. Well, I, Siakam was the last pick in the first round. So do, so, I, do you get to go first for the no, reserves? Oh, okay. I think, I think this is your pick. All right. So the reserves. This is fun. All right. So who? I need some guards. I'm going Lillard. I thought you were going to do yeah, that. Give me Dame. You know, you know, I was looking at Dame. Give me Dame. You know, I was looking at Dame. Hold that's on, my I easy, that's the easiest pick I could have made right there. That I'm is so easy. glad I had the first. Now, one. what do you? Now, you know what? I'm going to take a little height on this. You need some height. Yeah, I'm going to go with Benny Simmons. Clips gets Benny oh, Simmons. At guard height. Okay. Hey. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, please. Okay, you can take Don. I'm glad you took him. This makes this one even easier. Uh, Russ Russell. I want Jimmy buckets. You want Jimmy buckets? Okay. All right, this is going to be the shocker, I think. No, I can't do it yet. I got to think how you think, though. I got to think how you think. Because I'm playing to win this game. And you I'm, know what? I'm totally winning this game. You, you, you're not even close, I'm bro. Winning. I got nothing but buckets. You just got big bodies all over I there, bro. I have the best team for you, sure. You do not. You're not even I don't close. Have big, I have Dame and I have Donovan and I have Kemba. That's solid, dude. This is solid. That, you're not even And solid. I got buckets. And I got buckets. That's, Let's go. That's weak. Who do you have? <clears throat> pick your pick. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tatum, Jason Tatum. Tatum for you. Mm-hmm. Tatum tots. Um, <laughs> I want Slokic. You're gonna take the Joker. I'm going Joker. Cool. That means I get to take my boy, who I'm super stoked on. He's in it. Uh, Junior Sabonis Junior. Yeah, taking him. Um, I'm gonna go CP3. I, I like that. Yeah. I really like it. You need somebody to throw lobs, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, CP for Drew. Um, I hate the rest of these picks. So but do I. I hate the rest of them. So this is who we got left, y'all. Uh, and I, I already know who I'm going to take. Uh, we got Kyle Lowry, Bam, uh, Middleton, Gobert, and Ingram. And I think that's only fair that I take Brandon Ingram. That's a with, good one. I was going to go. I was going to go there for sure. Um, You're going to be stuck with your boy. I know you are. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bam. I knew you were. Okay. That's a good pick. I like Bam. So the final is, and so I have to do this. It's, it's Middleton, L- Gobert, or Lowry? Lowry, yeah. And I just, I fucking hate Rudy Gobert, though. But I need you somebody. Need size. I know. I need a little <laughs> you more need size. size. I need more size. I wanted you to get Rudy so bad. I know. I was really trying to play this like chess. Not happening. <laughs> I'm not taking him. That's all right. I need some blocks. You know what? I'll, I'll take Gobert. Uh, beautiful. You're, I'll get Middleton. I knew and you do call that. it a day. You're gonna got you got Middleton. Clips gets Lowry. That's cool. My team uh, is stacked. I mean, it's okay. I think what we should do mm-hmm. is we keep this list, mm-hmm. and we're going to see how many points each player scores. And then we'll add it up, and we'll have our team totals, and we'll see who wins. Okay. Well, uh, we also – I'm going to figure out a way to post this on our page and see – we'll take a poll within the story. So run it through so that I know <clears throat> who my team is so I know who to root for. Well, this is going to be kind of hard because I just have C and Ds next to all of them. So, Drew, this is going to be your squad. Okay, hold on one second. Let me – got to write this down. Oh, this is going to take you forever. No, no, no. It's cool. All right, so starters for Drew is going to be... I got Braun. You got so, Braun, Braun, AD, Kawhi, Embiid, 
and Kemba. That is nice. That is that's, great. That's, that's nice. very nice. Uh, clip starters are going to be Giannis, Luca, Harden, Siakam, and Trey. Yep. And then Drew's got Jimmy Buckets, Middleton, Bam, Dame, Donovan Mitchell, the Joker, and CP. That's nice, too. Looking solid. Clips got Benny Simmons, Sabonis, Jason Tatum, Lowry, Russell, Gobert, and Brandon Ingram. I got nothing but scores. Bro. You got ball. You, you got ball dominant. They just want to take over the show. I got Bro. passers. I have ball dominant. You have Trey Young and Giannis. And Harden, we, and we just we're just be having fun, That's bro. Like we're gonna be out there having fun. Ball dominant. You want to talk have, about ball dominant? And Russ. And Russ. <laughs> I got runners, yo. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna squash you. I got King Luca, dude. This is gonna be great. So yeah, Luca for is, MVP. This is fun. So we're gonna we're gonna tally all the points these these players scored. That's fine. Add them up as if they were on our fantasy individual team? teams, like and a we'll fantasy see, team. Yeah, and then we'll see who wins. I love it. I love all that. Uh, let us know who you think has a better team. We'll try to post it. We'll put it in the polls. Team tomorrow. Drew, bro. Drew I mean, Braun is bringing the fucking thunder. Clapanis is pretty good nah, too. I'm just saying. Nah. You're you're a horrible general manager. Your starting five is pretty pretty amazing. Hey, uh, Balmer. What's his name again? Not Balmer. Dolan. I'm available. <laughs> President of Ops. Yeah, you ain't taking Balmer's President position. of B Ball Ops. Listen to this. Listen to my team. Hey. Keep screenshot and do that shit for us. We need some more reviews. We got a couple good reviews this we week did. on iTunes. Yeah, that was nice. Um, we, again, we appreciate everybody listening to the last Dear Kobe episode. If you if you feel like somebody needs to hear that, share it with them. Send it to them, and maybe it'll help them out as well. Um, do you want to do you want to do our picks for dunk contest and all that? Oh, on we'll the save next it. One? We got time. On we'll save it for the next one because we got to see if D Rose is going to be in it because that was my yeah and this it's skills whatever. I just got to say, Pat Connaughton, I love you. I'm glad he's doing it. I'm, I'm glad fucking he's doing stoked. It. The kid has a forty something inch vert. Little white boy, he might steal. Derek Mer- Jones Jr. is winning this. He shit might steal way. America's heart. Him and him and Aaron Gordon are going to be in the finals. I'm just nervous way. that Pat's going to miss a couple of the first ones and be then nervous? have that like. Where that Nate Robinson thing starts kicking, he starts you know seven, eight, nine attempts. Throws a ninety-eight mile an hour fastball. Bro, too. he's yeah, he's, he's one of the most athletic like people ever to come he, into the draft. He's a crazy athlete, amazing. Yeah. Um. All right. So keep screenshotting, keep doing what you do. We appreciate you. Check out our Patreon. We're doing another episode on Saturday. Uh, Patreon clips and Drew. Uh, support your people, man. Check us out. We drop we drop two episodes a week. If you really fuck with us, hop on the Patreon bandwagon. All right, we're going to take them out with an oldie but goodie. Testify, future. This is my jam, dude. Turn it up. Bang it. You know what it is, and you know where you're at. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, we're ghosts. Pat Connaughton. Kobe! So you want to fall for the bad guy. So you want to fall again, man. Confess your love, let me testify Anytime I wish you gotta testify Anything we go through is the test of times Can you be the one who love me all the time? We're not doing good, you can see the signs Can you do the crime like this Bonnie and Clyde? I'm giving you my testimony line for line I'm giving you the best of me, it's wrong or right Somebody tell the kids they need to calm it down I wanna hear your heart pump pound for pound Show me everything I need to see on my blind side Show me you gon' be there for the love of a real 
for I just wanna be there for my dogs, they need me I just wanna be there for the game, that's easy Come a little superb, we ain't getting no ZZs Coming so superb, gotta give them a repeat Turbo 60 seconds and a Porsche on one way My me go down to Texas, we gon' get us a grande Cherish every minute, every second we vibe, baby I wanna be confident when I say you my lady I wanna be arrogant when I say you my lady I know I embarrass you, I simply violate So you wanna fall for the bad guy So you wanna fall, get mad high Confess your love, for me testify Anytime I wish you gotta testify Anything we go through is the test of times Can you be the one who love me all the time? We not doing good, you can see the signs Can you do the crime like it's Bunny and Clyde? A little turbulence got you mad curious I could've been, but I made a joke again Parking lot dealership, a men to win We can't fake and flash, we can't do pretend can you keep it silent and don't never bend? We gon' need colossal, we gon' need colossal. Hold me down, down, down like a real shotter. We conversing back and forth like we real partners. Spiritually, we bundled through the turmoil. I try my best to trash and give a little more. I know you need my time, cause this wallet coming, coming, coming. I know you seen the wave coming and you start running. Don't you be afraid, I'ma guard you with my life. You listen to these blogs, they gon' tell you ain't right. Listen to your heart and we gon' ride for life. Shout it on the squad, she gon' ride for life. So you wanna fall for the bad guy So you wanna fall, get mad high Confess your love, for me testify Anytime I wish you gotta testify Anything we go through is a test of time Can you be the one who love me all the time? We not doing good, you can see the signs Can you do the crime like it's Bunny and Clyde? Confess your love